Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome in to Animan Plus, episode one. We're back. The return of Animan. Yo, I'm so pumped for this, man. I love me some anime and manga, and I've missed talking about it. You know, if you guys followed our original journey, it kind of flopped. It was dog shit because we spoiled stuff every single episode because that's just who we are as people. But we're back. We're bigger. We're better than ever. I got my boy Josh here with me, my co-host from last time, my co-host over at Real Talk, though. Yo, Josh, are you pumped up for this, man? Like, like it's anime manga time, man. I, I am pretty pumped up for it. Like, we're back. We're back, baby. We're And uh, the best part is, yo, like, this is going to be a weekly show. Last time, Animan was uh, only bi-weekly, which is, I, I think, another driving force that kind of hurt the show. I think this show now going weekly is going to help build another following to it. So I'm pretty pumped up for that as well. Uh, if you guys haven't, I did actually post a little trailer for this episode, mostly so I can get the show on iTunes and Google before we recorded this. So we should be on all platforms when this goes up, assuming that iTunes and Google got my show up there we should be good to go but with this show it will be no spoilers if there's any spoiler stuff that we ever want to do talking about a certain chapter episode movie whatever we'll do it as a separate bonus upload no big deal so there's no spoilers in here so let's go ahead and let's let's kick it off with uh with some plugs here you know make sure to go check out lighthearted you know the dba is going strong you can watch some competitive pokemon battles over at third life gaming and sparky 3 as well as listen to the coach chats for the dba over at lighthearted as well so that's pretty hype make sure to check out all the socials you can follow us there for updates on everything we got going on and if you want to support us further the patreon's a good place shout out to our tier 4 patron jared i appreciate you i know jared is pumped for the show to come back he was one of the few people that actually really enjoyed listening to anime man even with the spoilers so thanks jared thanks for enjoying the spoilers bro not many people did <laughs> yeah yeah for real so yeah we got a lot of stuff to talk about man uh we're not going to actually do any spoiler stuff this week we're going to just going to go ahead we're going to we are going to do some spoiler stuff next week with like my hero and everything that's going on during this little break but this week no nothing this week just animan plus episode one is all you're going to be getting let's kick things off in beautiful fashion um yeah. So let's go. Let's go through some news. We got. We've had a lot of stuff go down. All right. Number one, we've talked about this before on Animan. We're gonna talk about it again. Demon Slayer out here fucking breaking records. Fucking Demon Slayer has got a hundred million copies of the of the volumes in sales right now, which is fucking insane. Literally unbelievable. This series is just fucking breaking records left and right. Man, I, I, it was such a phenomenal read. It doesn't surprise me at all. Me and you both absolutely loved this series. Like, I mean, does this even surprise you? It doesn't surprise me at all. Actually, yes, it does a little bit, solely for the fact that, like, it's been over for almost six months. That's true. That's true. You're right, it has. <laughs> to, to, to show that out there, like, it, it, it ended back in, what, May? Yeah, because May is when we debuted Animans, and that the first episode we talked about Demon Slayer, so yeah, you're right. Yeah, so it's been over for, for about six months. Um, so actually, that does kind of surprise me that it's it's still doing so well, but not at the same time, not at all, just because, like, it is really fucking good. Yo, it um, is. And this kind of makes me wonder, like, what they're going to do going in the future, because the manga is officially over. It's done with. It had a conclusion. It was fantastic. Um, the anime is still going. It's still, like, very early, too. True. Um, so now I'm just curious, is the anime going to go into like some filler territory and like start creating like a story to kind of like ride the high of the success that it's on right now? Or, is, you know, is the author 
is she like you know maybe gonna make a spinoff series about you know anything within that world uh just to try to keep the hype going kind of like a dragon ball super boruto kind of situation right okay right right yeah well, yeah. uh, we do know there is a Rengoku uh, spinoff coming. Uh, that is going to be a very limited run to get the volume zero for this. And the thing is, I don't know if it's going to be a single volume or, or what. I'm assuming based on how they're doing this, it will be a single volume. Because I can't yeah. imagine that a limited run like this would just be, would be like more than would continue on. Cause it's like, how are we, how would most people be able to read the next one? You know, the first one. But uh, volume zero of the spinoff manga for him will be given out to anyone that goes to see the Infinity Train movie coming out next year, which that would be pretty cool. I'm interested to go see the movie. I'm, I imagine you are as well if it comes out anywhere near us. So, I mean, if we manage to go, we can get our hands on this, which honestly, with us doing this show, it's probably a good thing for business if we do <laughs> yeah um i you know not not to jump into spoiler territory or anything but since since it is technically over and we have read through the arc that this movie's based off of like you know it's not the strongest arc especially one to make a movie out of yeah um, i kind of thought the same thing uh, i'm really curious how they're going to handle it for a movie honestly yeah that's kind of my thought um the manga on the other hand actually does not surprise me at all uh to be quite real with you one piece has done this yeah because uh, i know ace when... has one right well yeah but uh what actually what i'm referring to is when the strong world movie came out they actually had a chapter zero um which was a short you know uh, i might have been 60 page chapter um a little manga that was released with it um basically detailing events that happened before the events of one piece that you know sets up this the character um <clears throat> shiki the golden lion oh, okay. um, which made shiki the golden lion the only movie character to become actual canon right so um so yeah it's not it's not a big surprise um a lot of places a lot of you know anime kind of do this they have little tie-in chapters with the movies um, which is really cool, especially because, you know, Rengoku's a pretty cool character that we don't actually get to see a lot of in the the main series. Yeah, I, I agree. So it is pretty cool for him to get a, uh, a spinoff manga for it. And it's the same uh, approach with One Piece as well. You know, I don't, really don't feel like we got a whole lot of Ace. Um, and now, you know, Ace has like, I know he had like his, uh, like his own story that came out not too long ago, but I know just of recently he's actually getting his own manga. Yeah, um, I believe the manga. I haven't um, checked into it. The manga may actually be based on the novel. I'm not entirely I, 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 sure. I'm pretty sure it is. I do know it's out. It's actually out, but it's not out in our country. Um, on yeah. the Shonen Jump Plus app, which is not available in our country, I looked. Uh, the The first chapter is actually already out, but uh, unfortunately, we can't. We don't have access to it. Um, so that's pretty interesting. Uh, but no, when it comes to, uh, the spinoff stuff and like, you know, movies tying it in, I love that. Absolutely fucking adore it. That's one reason why I really love both the one, uh, the, my hero movies is because they're both tied into the series and they're both Canon, you know, because it, it, you know, they're, they're, they're referenced is what I'm saying, which is really cool that the movies are actually Canon. Cause you know, growing up for me and you, you know, we have all these popular series at these movies and these movies literally meant fucking nothing. They're just like, Oh cool. They're just, they're just for us to watch and enjoy like, Oh wow look a random fight that means nothing yeah you know. basically you know you're referring to anything dragon ball z related yeah or or even naruto for the longest time naruto is the same way 
Oh, that's fair. I didn't even think of Naruto. My yeah. first thought just immediately jumped to like Dragon Ball. Z yeah, Dra- basically all the movies <laughs> yeah. were basically worthless. Even yeah. Broly, like the Broly trilogy. Yeah. Basically worthless because it all just got retconned into like official canon. Yeah, that's exactly right. And Naruto is the same way. I think the the first Naruto movie that was actually canon, I'm pretty sure, was just Naruto the Last because it, that just took place of what happened after the war ended. I think that was the first canon Naruto movie. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that was the first one. Every other movie is just like, oh, look, here's a movie. <laughs> You'll yeah. never see these characters again. And that's something that annoys me with One Piece is that none of their movies are canon. But like I said, Strong World made Shiki the Golden Lion a a canon character and even added a chapter into like the story to explain it even like anime filler episodes to cover it and like but none of the other movies are actually canon so like i don't i it's cool to have movies but i would actually like it if it if more of them were, were canon right just kind of like how uh you know even though it's not canon to the true series it's canon to the series that was following uh, Full, Full Metal Alchemist Conquer of Shambhala. Phenomenal movie because it was like the true ending to that original series. Again, it's not canon, obviously, to the manga, yeah. but it was still canon to the original series, which was pretty, which has made it such a great movie, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, while we're here talking on the One Piece train, let's hit a couple things about One Piece. Uh, one thing, you know, uh, Oda was talking about One Piece after Wano, and that Wano is reaching its climax. So if for anyone that actually listened to the original version of Animan, you guys know that I finally started One Piece for the first time in my life. Well, fun fact, I am still not caught up. But good news, I have started reading it again. I've read about 15 chapters of the last week, so that's better than the previous progress that I was on. I'm yeah. almost, I'm, I mean, I'm only like 40 chapters away from being caught up, so I did read restart reading it we're getting we're getting there boys so i'm gonna be able to start talking some one piece hype with josh soon but either way oda was talking about how wayno is reaching its climax right now and what's to come after it with this huge war that the the series have never seen before josh is a one piece reader that's caught up man how pumped does this have you i'm actually very pumped up because um while you're not caught up i have been caught up for one on one piece for a long time and we actually are in getting we're we've now started the climax of the way no arc so like all the actions going down right now everything's happening you know not to spoil anything um so like reading what he had said was you know really interesting because he was like you know i kind of ha- have this timeline like i don't want to end it but you know, like it's gonna have to end sometime and when it ends is when you know they discover the one piece find out what it really is all that stuff and he's like it's not gonna be you know a long time until that happens it's gonna happen pretty soon like you can he was um went on to say like after everything happens in wayno you can expect things to ramp up like very quickly uh, he even mentioned um about like a global war right the likes of which like you've probably never seen before which yeah. to me is very interesting just reading through naruto probably like what, six or seven months ago and basically they had a global war which is, you know, really cool reading. So yep. something that's going to top that, you know, uh, in Oda's words, um, is actually pretty exciting. Yeah, um, I- I'm excited. Super, I'm excited for it. Not super exciting that it's going to end soon, just because I really love it, and I've been on this train for about 20 years now. Right. Um, <laughs> but I, at the same time, it, it, it is kind of nice. It's a sense of relief, like, you know. Finally, I'm going to get the conclusion of the story. Um, but he did say that, like, once it's over, like, it's over. He's not, it's not going to continue in any way, shape, or form because the story is the journey. 
It's not about anything that happens afterwards. Right. No, so, I, I can see that. You know, for how long he's been doing it, I imagine that once it's done, it's done. You know, you know, he's very committed to his work. He's very committed to that series and just what it means for him. Like, he, you know, that's his life work. So, I mean, if he yeah. says that it's done after that, I believe him. Um, so, you know, obviously, as a, anyone that's uh, a fan of anime and manga, fan of One Piece, you know that there is a Netflix live action uh, series in development, which automatically has a lot of people worried. Well, um, uh, have you seen any Netflix live action anime stuff? It's all pretty horrible. Yeah, it's all pretty bad. It's all pretty bad. Um, so I came across something on my drive home today, and I haven't even told Josh what it is yet because he's the big One Piece fan here. I enjoy it. Uh, he's the big One Piece fan. And I really just kind of want to get his live reaction to this thought here in the show because I thought this was, I thought this was really good. It, it made it made me feel good as a, not a diehard One Piece fan, but as a One Piece fan. So I was um. I came across where this past weekend there was like this uh, live stream with like a bunch of anime uh, manga YouTubers, you know, and, um, you know, all all together talking about the live action, whatever. And they had a special guest. The special guest for this show, his name is Matt Owens. He is the lead writer for the Netflix um, live action One Piece um, series coming out. So they were asking him a lot of questions, whatever, just about what's to come. And uh, Matt Owens, he's 33 right now, is what you know, and he went on to tell a story whenever, you know, they had, you know, their meetings with in the Jump headquarters with Oda and his team and everyone at Jump, whatever, talking about like, you know, where, you know, him and the Netflix team are like kind of pitching their strategies, basically. And, uh, you know, it was like a three hour meeting. And then afterwards, you know, uh, he said, uh, I don't know. He, I don't know if multiple people, from the sound of it, it was just him and Oda from the sound of it, but him and Oda went out to dinner afterwards. And, you know, Oda expressed his concern with just like, you know, he said basically, hey, I'm sorry if, if anything I said came off as like apprehensive, whatever. It's just, you know, this is my life work. You know, I don't want it to be ruined basically being with, you know, a live action series, whatever, you know, Oda is very passionate that he wants this to work. And, you know, Matt, uh, had, you know, kind of opened up to Oda in that instant. And Matt talked about how, you know, at one point in his life years ago, you know, he was in a really bad de depressive, uh, state and he just wanted to find something to like watch mellow out to, you know, just get his mind off stuff. And it happened and ended up being one piece. You know, and just he said in a couple months, you know, at the time he said One Piece was in the, uh, I think he said the Punk Hazard arc. Uh, I think it's what he said. I can't remember. And, you know, just a couple months he caught up to it, whatever. And, you know, he said as him as the writer, his goal is to deliver the best version of One Piece that he can in this live action form for uh, being the story writer. Because One Piece for him, it's all about the journey. It's all about, you know, people being, you know, around you to help lift you up and that is the greatest power that you can have is those people around you whatever you know basically saying that you know you know he, that he gets it he gets the point of one piece right and yeah. you know expressing all of this to oda he said that oda you know reached his hand out across the table and oda told the writer matt owens that oda had 100 percent faith in him when it comes to writing this live action story and to tie and to finish off that little statement that i'm going on about Oda and his team are very, very involved with this uh, Netflix project from everything that I gathered from this little interview. So, Josh, now that I just threw that on you, how does that make you feel? Does that give you any sort of more optimism that Oda's, you know, really put his faith in this guy and how this guy really loves the series that's, you know, that's riding live? Like, how do you feel about this as a One Piece fan? With all that being said, I, I do feel better about it. 
Um, but at the same time, it's obviously not, you're still worried. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not, you know, really about the writing that can kill something. It's about the direction that it takes. True. And, you know, keep in mind, this guy is just the writer. He could write, you know, the best one piece story, you know, next to Oda, but it's the direction that it takes the director, the, you know, visual effects, all that stuff that worries me. Yeah. Um, the no, casting I feel and, you. and obviously I feel a lot better knowing that Oda and jump, are you know you know diving in head first into this and they're you know they're taking all the precautions they're going to be very involved because um something that we've talked about before on the show um that's really interesting to mention is that uh over the course of the actual manga volumes uh oda has dropped like the nationalities of basically almost every character so if every yeah. character was alive in the real world what nationality would they be? Um, which is very interesting because, you know, now they can use that. Um, and, you know, a big problem with like adaptations of things is they tend to whitewash things and make them very Dragon Ball evolution esque. <laughs> um, <laughs> like every character is white and it just really sucks. Um, so, you know, this kind of like gives me hope that it's going to be a very diverse cast, and I think so as well. Um, and you, you know, it could be something really good. Now, the problem here mainly is Netflix and how much they're willing to give, um, monetary wise and creative wise. Like, are they willing to give full freedom to the people in charge of making this, or are they going to like? have nitpicks and stuff and then end up making like that really shitty death note movie. Well, I, uh, I'm glad you said that. Cause it reminded me another part of this whole interview that I watched. Um, so Matt further went on to say that Netflix is fully aware of how much this project means and how big of a deal this project is because of the size of the, the, the show itself, the series itself. Um, so they're fully aware of just what, that they, they that they have to get this right basically and when it comes to anything involving if there's going to be any changes at all everything is run by Oda and his team first and they they have to give the approval so any anything that's basically involving this series to my understanding is going to Oda first that actually does make me feel a lot better yeah um, now I know one thing that is both our, both of our concern mutually and we talked about on the original version of Animan is just the CGI stuff. Like how's well is it going to look? I mean, you got these, you know, you have the, you get the fish people, you got Luffy fucking stretching all over the place. I mean, like how well is all that going to look? That's ultimately what's like, I think honestly, after everything that I heard in that interview, I have a lot of faith in this series in terms of casting. I have a lot of faith in this series in terms of the writing direction. Things won't be too rushed. All of that. All I'm concerned with now is how visually it's going to look. Yeah, which is, you know, the kind of the main problem because Netflix isn't known for innovative, like, like CGI. It's not really what it's about. Um, just to go off on a little, like, you know, thank you. I, I'm currently in the middle of watching Umbrella Academy. And while it's a really good series, it's also a Netflix series. And, like, the, the, the effects are a little lacking. Right. Um, like there's uh, some scenes with like fire and obviously you can tell that fire's fake. Um, 
there's a character who can like communicate with the dead and like have the dead do what he wants and obviously like the ghosts look really fake um so i don't know i'm kind of on the fence about the special effects that are going to be used on the plus side at least we know for a fact netflix is dropping some serious fucking cash episode to episode because we reported once upon a time that these episodes are going to have literally the same amount of budget if not more than what like a game of thrones episode has yeah, which is which is very good to think about because, you know, it is going to need some money. And if you're sitting here and you're thinking like, you know, that's kind of like a lot of money for something. One Piece is probably like the biggest thing in the world right now next to My Hero Academia. And the only Facts. thing One Piece has over My Hero Academia is that it's been going on since its legacy. I, yeah. Yeah. Like 1996, 1999, somewhere in that yeah. area, like uh, around 2000. Uh, and that's basically where around when I got into it is around 2000. So it's been going on for a long time, longer than, you know, Naruto, which was hugely popular, longer than Dragon Ball Z, which was hugely popular. Like it's, it's still ongoing as well. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a big deal. It's probably, I think if I'm not mistaken, the top seller are in the top five of manga sales still, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. I'm using obviously the Shonen Jump Twitter, which isn't the official Twitter account as a reference, but right. Yeah. Um, so it is a big deal that Netflix is going to drop a lot of money on it. Um, they obviously need to. So, Especially uh, with the nature I, of the show, yeah. Yeah, I have a little more faith. Um, it's still not completely there, but... No, you know. I, and I, it's not there for me either. Um, you know, because again, you know, we as anime fans have been shafted so much with live action stuff that it's always tough for us to look forward to this. But after hearing the interview today, and, you know, I, I already felt a little optimistic months ago when we heard about the budget stuff. You know, I felt a little optimistic, but still on my guard. But after hearing the interview today about how Oda's involved with every step of the way, um, and how Oda's putting his faith in this guy, because this guy's such a diehard fan like you are or any other One Piece diehard fan, it it does give me more hope, but I'm still a little, def- I'm still a little shielded where it's like, is this going to look like crap? Yeah. And obviously this isn't going to happen for another couple of years. So we'll just have to play the wait and see game. And, you know, it could be possible that one piece itself is actually over by the time that this Netflix series actually starts. Yeah. Um, I don't know when the tentative timeline was for it. um, I don't know either. I think next year we could potentially get casting announcements, but I think that's about it at the moment. Yeah. Like right now with the coronavirus, the way it is in the world, like I, I don't see anything actually starting. I know some movies are actually starting on their production again. I think, uh, TV shows as well. Uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon and Winter Soldiers. Yeah, they started, started back up. Uh, yeah. I know Jurassic World three is starting to. You know, they're doing their filming still, but they've been dropping like fucking. They've dropped like three million dollars on fucking COVID tests consistently because they're they're testing nonstop basically. Yeah, um, Eddie Redmayne just announced that Fantastic Beast three has just started production, so uh, things are starting to move again, albeit slowly. So yeah, you know, it's just a matter of time. Um, but while we're on the One Piece thing, I, and, you know, as much of a fanboy as I am, I do like to complain about it from time to time. Right. And this is no different. Um, but this doesn't involve the manga or Netflix series or anything like that. It involves the most recent games they released, Pirate Warriors 4. Yep. Um, which if you don't know, Pirate Warriors 4 has three, three DLC packs. Um, they've already released one, which was 
the whole cake island pack which involved smoothie cracker and um didn't smoke judge and it was all right um they just announced the uh dlc pack 2 which has killer and x drake which you know both super pumped for and then the left field character i was not expecting which is mad monkey rouge (laughs) um and i was like why him he's made probably about a total of two appearances in the manga at this point he is not a relevant character at all he's like we we don't even know that much about him aside from his power makes him stronger whenever he is more fatigued um which was happened in the sabaody arc before the time skip and then we also know that he had, i believe got beaten by shanks and was taking refuge on a cloud island when Kaido was introduced, and that's the only two times that this dude's been shown, and they decided to make a DLC character, or <laughs> make him DLC for Pirate Warriors, and it just annoys me so much because there's so many characters that they could have added, and so the fact that they wasted a slot on him just kind of pisses me off. No, I, I feel you. Um, you know, in other character edition news in the anime world, you know, the trash ass fucking anime crossover fighter Jump Force that's a fucking which is now on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, unfortunately, they're trying to bring in a fucking casual fan base. Fucking that trash ass game that I spent like a hundred dollars on for the some special edition. Uh, they're releasing. Get the uh, no, they didn't even get the statue because that was a two hundred and fifty dollar version. Like fuck that. So glad I didn't spend that. But anyway, Hiei is being added to the game from Yu Yu show, which of course that's hype, right? Hiei is fucking cool as fuck. But he should have been in the base game anyway, first and foremost. Uh, and second off, you know, True. you know, there's so many other characters that they can still add. Like, I mean, seriously, fucking add my boy Suna. Come on, man. Hitman Reborn was a fucking top manga during, you know, over during its run, competing with One Piece, Naruto, and Bleach. Like, yo, come on, man. Put he was in fucking Jump J Stars, whatever, on PlayStation Three. Like, come on, man. No, I mean, but not not to burst your bubble on that, but I. I have a feeling that Jump Force has been more marketed towards Western audiences. It has. And that's why he's not in. Yeah, Hitman Reborn ever has a chance in that capacity because it's not really ever made it over here. No, which Um, sucks. As far as as Hiei finally joining, that's actually really cool because Hiei is probably one of my favorite characters from Yu Yu Hakusho. It's just disappointing that that game is just it's total trash. Uh, just a fucking um, dumpster fire <laughs> fucking yeah. dumpster fire man fuck that game in every capacity I mean, if it goes on sale i might buy it just for shits and giggles because like it does have a lot of characters i would love to play yeah do you be and real. Me, i'll be honest with you your sale price would have to be like 10 bucks <laughs> like oh, yeah. in my opinion from playing it 10 bucks and maybe maybe we'll talk Black Friday, and it has to be like the collector's edition with all the DLC characters. Yeah. I'm not spending a dime more than like fifteen dollars. <laughs> yeah, on there it. you go. That's the right mindset, dude. It's garbage. Yeah. Um. So this past week we had a we had a, we had a, we had some trailers drop over a couple different things. We had a trailer drop for Attack on Titan: The Final Season. All right, dope. Uh, uh, we've seen some stuff over uh, the first episode of Jujutsu Kaisen, the anime that's coming out here in just a couple weeks. That'll be pretty interesting to see how that goes. But we did get a trailer for the return of a classic. We got the trailer of Shaman King come out. Josh, what'd you think of that? Dude, it looks so good. It it gave me like the vibes I had as a kid watching Shaman King. 
on the like the shitty four kids dub in the mornings right before you know the shitty four the <laughs> shitty uh, four kids dub of One Piece came on. Like it was you know really really good. I'm I mean I'm really excited for it. Um, yeah, no I'll the trailer it. the trailer looked great. I'm looking forward to checking it out. And speaking of the four kids One Piece, just a little fun fact during that interview with the Matt Owens, even he made a stab at. It. He's just like you know I started watching around this time, and you know then there was that horrendous four kids dub that we just pretend doesn't exist. And I just thought that was hilarious. Oh, uh, most definitely. Uh, the four kids dub of most things sucks. I I was reading this thing that was like, um. Why did uh why did Maximilian Pegasus like kidnap um like Yugi's grandpa and Mokuba like just for like whatever they could have just like asked Kaiba for the technology and like some someone was like yeah no that's not actually what happened but that's what four kids made happen because it was too adult for children basically um, <laughs> so like everyone that was wondering why like the whole like Duelist Kingdom arc was this like so fucking stupid why it didn't make any sense why Pegasus wouldn't just like fucking buy what he wanted it's because four kids like basically retconned it and was like we're gonna do this because it's a little more kid friendly yeah it's more kid friendly for Pegasus a, a millionaire just to be sitting there one day sipping on some wine I'm just like huh I'm gonna go kidnap an old man and a little child yeah <laughs> and, and not to mention four kids gave us probably one of the best lines in any anime which one is that um i can use this frying pan as a drying pan oh that's true that's true yeah oh man four kids dubs dude fucking they are something um what what a wild time we grew up in dude (laughs) fucking you're not kidding man uh, so another little tidbit here is we got some berserk news coming apparently October 2nd here in just a week no fucking idea what that's gonna be I have no clue uh, so we'll see it, it may it's probably nothing major but I just thought I'd add it in that hey apparently there is some sort of news coming on the second so we'll see how that goes um, so let's actually jump over and talk about uh, let's talk about you know let's not talk about manga here for a second or anything let's talk about some you know webtoon stuff right um ready to jump over there shonen jump over there that was good we need to use that more that's gonna that that needs to be a catchphrase um so uh first and foremost let's talk about tower of god let's go ahead and talk about that real quick uh you know kind of get that out of the way so tower of god unbelievably popular anime debuted this year anime did really well from what i understand i have not watched every episode yet um i've known about this series for a very long time a few of my friends are massive fans of the webtoon well it does seem like the webtoon is going to be going on a pretty lengthy or indefinite hiatus uh the creator basically just came out and uh said that he more he really just needs to focus on himself um you know his physical health yes but he went on in details talking about more how he needs to you know kind of focus on his mental his mental health his emotional health uh that just you know there's so much stress and anxiety that he deals with uh, that he just can't do it anymore, you know, that he just needs to really just step back. Uh, who knows if it's going to be indefinite from what I understanding, this is being considered an indefinite hiatus. Um, so, you know, I know tower of God fans out there. It's currently already on a hiatus. Uh, from what I actually gathered from one of our friends, apparently this series will actually go on a brief hiatus every couple months. I did not know that. Cause again, I don't read it, but that is what one of my friends told me, but now it's going on a very long one. 
And, uh, you know, I can't blame them. I mean, it's one of those things that, you know, if, if what you got going on up in your head, if that shit ain't going right for you, then everything that you're trying to create and do, that shit's not going to go right for you either. You know, you got to get yourself straightened out. So, um, you know, just all the thoughts out to him as a creator. Hopefully he gets himself straightened out one day um, where he'll be able to feel motivated to come back and maybe finish up the series. You know, who knows? Um, yeah. Um, and it's not like a new thing at all for that stuff to happen. No, it's you know, not. I, I'm not new to this. Uh, obviously, I was in this super into Hunter Hunter. Right. And then it went on an indefinite hiatus because uh, the author had really bad back problems and was recovering from yep. it. Uh, it's still recovering from it. Um, I know Oda periodically takes a little hiatus just for his mental health on one piece. Um, so it, it does Kishimoto happen a lot. did as well for Naruto. Yeah. So it does happen a lot. And, you know, just all of our thoughts out there for, you know, for not just him, but anyone that's, you know, working really hard on like any kind of manga. Like, yeah. Working really Please. hard to deliver these great stories for us to enjoy, you know. If if they want to take that step back, you know, just be for these reasons, like, yo, no disrespect at all, you know. I mean, they're giving us these incredible stories that we get have the pleasure to read and the honor to read, you know. Um, so, yeah, just all the thoughts, 100%. And not to mention, too, but um, uh, Tower of Gods actually, you know, it's the first season of the anime has you know just wrapped up not too long ago um it's kind of getting like super popular now it's getting a lot of traction so he's actually like you know starting to see some return on it and he's probably not had a break in years so he probably (laughs) he probably actually does need this and you know yeah more power to him if he can do it i i you know we all love to have content weekly and like we do but we got to realize like these people are people too and they they got to have breaks and vacations and all this other stuff, just like we do. Yeah. Um, and so. uh, in terms of content, when it comes to the anime, or whatever, for any anime fans out there that don't read the webtoon or whatever, I'll, I'll go ahead and just tell you, you're going to be fine on content. I mean, I'm pretty sure the way the webtoon, the way webtoon does stuff, just so everyone knows, for anyone that has not checked out the app or anything, is that usually for a lot of series, they break up the series into seasons where they will have a season finale for a chapter and then they'll take a brief break and new season kicks off. And the, the chapters will literally be titled like season six, chapter whatever. And I want to say last I checked, Tower of God was literally in like season six. And each season could range in chapters. You know, like I know uh, one uh, webtoon I started reading had like 115 chapters was a season so in terms of content anime fans only uh you guys are gonna be good on content for years to come but uh, yeah you'll be good for years to come when it comes to tower of god yeah um all right so we do have noblesse starting in a like a fucking week the anime is starting in a week on crunchyroll i am so fucking pumped that is another popular webtoon uh fucking god of high school tower of god and now an oblice these three they're considered like the three pillars they're considered the big dogs of webtoon kind of similar to like a one piece naruto bleach situation in the you know, like the mid 2000s stuff that's what basically what these three series are for webtoon uh, i've read through noblesse twice i fucking love this series i'm so ready for the anime we will definitely be talking about it next week um i think the next i think the first episode does debut it may not be next week. I think it might be the week after. I think it's like October 4th or so. I can't remember. Uh, but either way, we will be talking about it either on episode two or three, whenever it comes out. But I'm big pumped yeah. for that. Uh, yeah. I, I you, You'd you gotten me into it. And I, I read a few chapters and, you know, I, I kind of quit reading it. So the, 
it, coming out with an anime is like a big hype for me because uh, the trailer looks too. amazing. Yeah, it does. Um, and when it comes to the webtoon, it is a slow read to start because you go through like an art style change where he really drastic, where they really drastically change in the art style from what is the beginning to what it ends with, which what it ends with is so much better. Uh, so it is a little bit of a slow start reading the webtoon. You know, you really got to power through a lot of chapters. I enjoyed it because I thought the beginning was it was an interesting concept and funny. I love Rye. Rye is fucking hilarious because of how just he doesn't know how anything works in the real world, you know, because of where he came from. So I think I think the anime is going to be perfect for you. And I'm really, really excited to hear your thoughts on the anime when it finally comes out here soon. Uh, most definitely, because uh, that's on my list. Uh, obviously, Seven Deadly Sins season three slash four is on my list. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whenever I get a chance to watch that, like I you know, mentioned to you, I've, I've had other things I've been watching. I did watch about like the first six or seven episodes of Pokemon Journeys, but I mean, it's Pokemon. Yeah, like, it's just Pokemon. It, it's whatever. It is what it is. Um, yeah. So um, no, no the, big deals there. the other one that I mentioned, God of High School, uh, the anime by the time. Well, actually, no. OK, so next week, the anime will be reaching its conclusion. For season one episode 13 will be coming out on monday and that is the last episode for season one and this this show it was i've loved it i've loved every fucking second of it it got me into the webtoon all right i already i, I didn't actually know of the webtoon i knew of tower of god i've read through no Police. did not know of god of high school it got me in the webtoon i fucking binge read that shit to the latest chapter in like a week and a half i fucking love it i have loved the anime but i understand me now reading through the webtoon why some people may not like it but i do want to say this um involving my thoughts on how the anime has gone so far because everyone's big complaint is how much content they have squeezed into 13 episodes i agree there has been a lot of content there's been things that have changed in these 13 episodes from the original context which from what i understand if i remember this correctly some of the smaller things that have changed was actually per the creator things that he looks back on years later like ah, i wish i would have done that differently like mira winning in one of her fights which was a fucking great ass episode by the way um love the music in that episode when she gets like her chakra chakra key whatever love the music in that love everything about that episode absolutely phenomenal uh but in the you know in the original series she does not win that fight you know i'm not gonna say that's oh spoiler because this happened fucking years ago and it's not that far into the webtoon anyway um that you know from what i understand stuff like that is just you know stuff that the creator's like ah, i wish i would have had her one because and i think the reason why in that particular case is because mira was built up in the webtoon for a while where she was basically like a sakura 2.0 where she was fucking useless so I think that's why he wished he would have made her win that fight all those years ago. So it, she wouldn't have had that persona for so long before she finally shed off that persona. Uh, but anyway, I personally don't think what they've done with the anime is necessarily a bad thing. Um, while, yes, I would have loved a full length, you know, series real down in the details. You know, I'm sure anyone would. I'm sure Josh would. Obviously, all the fans would. But you got to keep in mind. It, a lot of people are saying it's like, oh, if they were only going to do 13 episodes, they should have just ended the series with, you know, Mori and uh, Dewey fighting, which took place in like what, Josh, was it like episode five, I think is when they fought? I believe so. It was uh, four to, or five. I think it was five. To, to be completely fair, I have not watched the episode that dropped this week. Um, I, I just watched just, it the other day or yesterday, I, I'll actually. Probably, I'll probably just end up watching it next week with the season finale. Right. Uh, it was a good episode. You'll enjoy it. Um, yeah. But either way, a lot of people are saying that that should have been the season finale. And, you know, I, I disagree because Tower of God, 
God of High School, Noblesse. Uh, they are unbelievably popular over in Korea. Um, they are the three pillars of Webtoon. But bringing these series over here and bringing it to Crunchyroll, making full-fledged animes for them, this is testing a whole new water. This is testing to see if these are going to be popular enough to survive. I, Based on what I've read in God of High School, I personally don't think that the content from the beginning to when Dewey and Mori fought would be captivating enough for a season one of this show for 13 episodes. That's my opinion. I just don't think you'd have enough. The action is what draws people in. The action is what makes us love Naruto. The action is what makes people love Dragon Ball Z because everyone fucking knows Dragon Ball Z's story is not overall that great. Let's be real. It's not. It's the action. That's what we love. And it's the same thing with this show right now is we love the action. We love how beautifully animated it is. We love the fights. There's a lot of action going on. There, I don't think there would have been enough to captivate people to continue watching if they just did it that way. Because keep in mind, that would have meant, for an example, a lot more content on the whole marriage episode. Do you remember that one, Josh, with Mira? Yeah. That was actually pretty lengthy in the webtoon. By pretty lengthy, I only mean like, you know, let's say four chapters, you know, which, but, but translate that to an anime, you're talking two or three episodes total of that. Well, as of right now, that episode is still the lowest ranking episode of everything I've got of high school right now. Everything is averaging eight or above. That episode got a 6.6. So to kind of give people an idea, put it in a different perspective, that 6.6 marriage episode that not a lot of people cared for, do you want that to spread out over a couple more episodes? Or would you just want to get it knocked out in one and then get back to the action? So, well, go not ahead. to jump in on your rant here, because you're getting pretty heated about this. Um, I do want to throw in there that I have not read a lot of God of High School. I'm actually farther in the anime than I am in the, the webtoon. Um, I will say that there are a couple bits in the webtoon that, I do really wish had made it into the anime just because it was really good content. Uh, it was really hilarious to me. Um, uh, uh, I believe it was when Mori Jin got his fought. invitation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was very, very hilarious to me. At least I would have loved to see it animated. I agree. Um, I actually agree with that. I would like to see them receive their invitations. I would, I wanted, I would like to have seen that cause that was the first three chapters of the webtoon. Yeah. Um, but then to kind of agree with you, um, something that I'm a fan of is content. Uh, the more content there is for something, the better it is for me That's uh, fair. personally. Um, so like, you know, for a long time, I really liked the show Dexter. It was great. And then I found out there was that Dexter was based on a book series and the book series did not follow the TV series at all. There were two completely different things. And me personally, I love that. I love the fact that, yeah, I had the TV show, but I also had the books too. And I had more content. It's the same with like the Witcher on Netflix. Like it's really cool. that There's a Netflix show. And it's also based off of loosely based off the book series as well as the games. And so that gives me more content to enjoy. And that's something, you know, that I kind of do like about the way they're doing God of high school. And is when you get to read through it, you get to experience more, right? Yeah. Possibly tower of God and no beliefs, how they do it. Like the anime is one thing and you get to enjoy it and then you get to go read the webtoon and there's more content and it's even better because like you're experiencing more stuff that you, you know, wasn't important enough to make into the anime, but it's still like, you know, really cool, really interesting, right. kind of like Morgan getting his invitation. Like, right, right. You know, it's a really great moment that I'm glad I read in the webtoon, like, and I do wish it was in the anime, but like, 
you know, I, I still got to see it and it was still great. Um, right. So like you can have all the complaints in the world that you want, that something's not going to follow something exactly to a T and they're going to speed it up and miss out on stuff. And you're right about the ratings. Like the ratings are going to dip if you're going to do, you know, four or five episodes of something that nobody really cares about. Um, True. Not to, not to hit you when you're down, but that's kind of what detoured me from Hitman Reborn was it was a lot of like, I don't know if it was canon filler, but it was filler, and it was stuff I didn't care about. And you, you, are you, you I, and are you referencing the anime? Yeah, the, the anime. You only got and, like eight episodes in, right? And to be fair, you told me to skip it. I so did. I like, Everything that you I'm, watched was canon. I was like, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, it's it's part of the series. I'm gonna watch the series all the way through. I'm not the type not that's gonna skip <laughs> around. It's not good. No, it's and not basically, good. <laughs> I I watched about like eight or nine episodes, and I completely jumped hit ran born. From the, the rest of my life yeah yeah those uh the the daily life arc is not good <laughs> yeah reborn it is not good everything um, after that is great <laughs> and that's you know that, that should probably be your argument when talking about this is that yeah you want it to be as close to the anime as, or the manga as possible but at the same time you kind of don't because you you want it to have that that like appeal um, right yeah but you also don't want it to be you know in a naruto kind of way where then it's a ton of filler because they're they're super caught up with the the manga. No, I I agree with you completely on that. You know, it's just I you know when it comes to this whole approach with the God of High School anime, just I well, all I'm saying is with it is I understand why they did the approach that they did. It is to really generate that hype for it, really generate the following for it, and it has it has 100% succeeded in that in my opinion. And it's get it's going to I think going to help set up a better season two. So I'm excited for the season finale this week. Um, it, I'm very very excited to see the stuff that's going to go down. Uh, I'm, uh, let, like let's do it, let's do it. I'm ready. Um, so talking about webtoon again, just uh, very briefly here. We're getting close to wrapping up the show. Uh, I, I started two other uh, series recently. One called Solo Leveling. One called Unordinary. Uh, solo Leveling on an application. I, I'm guessing it's like a competitor webtoon. I actually had to double check the name. Like, is this legit? It sounds really silly. It's called Tappy Tune. I don't know, but it's a thing. Uh, solo leveling, super fucking good. Highly, highly recommend. It's basically, it kind of feels like it's all set up in like in a video game esque world, uh, where people have like their certain classes. Like it feels kind of like RPGs, where everyone has like a class, whatever. Uh, they go on raids that for you know to bring in materials for their country, for their guild, whatever. Blah blah blah. It's about a certain character who, in true trademark fashion of manga, is basically worthless. He's he's basically a Naruto. He's basically a Deku. He's basically an Asta. You know, and and then he becomes fucking OP. So it's it's super interesting concept. Uh, a lot of shit goes down in the first few chapters that leaves his character kind of traumatized, and you know, kind of sets him up to become more powerful later on. And it and, you know, it is it is a really good read, very visually appealing. I highly re- recommend going checking it out. The other one called Unordinary. I just started reading this one like three days ago, and I've already been tried 130 chapters. If that tells you anything. Uh, it's all based in a school environment. Uh, it's basically a world where everyone has uh, abilities, powers kind of thing. One vibe that I've constantly gotten from the series, and shout out to high school here, is it, it's given me some like Fahrenheit 451 vibes. For anyone that happens to know that book, Josh, you, do you know the book? Um, 
I know of it, but I've never read it. Okay. Well, I've had to read it twice for school. Fahrenheit 451, it, you know, it was obviously written many, many years ago, but I think it takes place somewhere in like the 2000s. Like, I think the year that it takes place, we, I think we've passed now. But either way, you know, he basically predicted like, oh, this is what the world would look like. It's all very futuristic. And in this book, uh, firefighters is the main focus. Firefighters do not put out fires. They start fires. Books are banned. If you have a book, your house is getting burned down. All the books are getting burned down. I'm getting vibes of that in this series because it's, it's it has a superhero element, but superheroes are considered like vigilantes. Like you, you, you do not want to be a superhero. Do not be a superhero. If you are a superhero, you will be you know, arrested by the authorities or murdered. Like, you know, do not be a hero to save the people. It's giving me those kind of vibes to it. it you know, the the book, the, the title itself, An Ordinary, uh, is involved, you know, it's actually a book that, you know, is constant theme in the series, a book that is written by the main character's father. And the book is actually banned in the country because the book very pushes the idea of superheroes being a thing, which they do not want to do. But of course, this character, you know, is he is in this school, uh, you know, where it's full of high tier ability members. And, you know, he is picked on consistently for being called a cripple because he has no ability. And there's a, you know, and I'm not, you know, not jumping into the spoilers. I want people to go check it out. It has phenomenal art. The characters are very interesting. Um, the abilities are pretty cool. And the whole overlooming concept of how superheroes are a bad thing is just very fascinating to me. I really enjoy the the backstory of the main character as you like I'm like 130 chapters in and the backstory is still slowly being developed of finding out what happened in his past that got him to where he is it's, it's very fascinating very much recommend it all right so let's close out the show with some manga quick fire so like I said we're not going to dive into spoilers for the show this is a spoiler free cast but we still love some manga we're going to give our thoughts just a number ranking 10 being the best one being literal shit speed round let's rank them all right Josh just passed my hero chapter what, what would you rank it? Mm, I'd probably put it at like a six or seven. It was really good, but it wasn't like top tier like the past chapters have been. I respect that. Mine is actually, uh, I'd probably say mine is a nine, but it's strictly because of who the chapter is focused on. The chapter is very Bakugo focused and he is my favorite character. So that's the only reason why. Okay. Uh, but that's fair. But if it wasn't for that, I would agree with you completely. Black Clover, what would you rank it? Uh, this one, I'd probably rank up an eight. The The past few chapters have been fire. I agree with you. I'd put it an eight as well, man. This chapter is fucking some top tier shit. And uh, I promise you as the listeners, My Hero and Black Clover, we're going to be doing some spoiler cast on that like next week. So don't worry about that. We got some big shit to talk about. All right. What about Chainsaw Man? Did you, have you read the latest chapter? I have read the, the latest chapter. You have not? I have. Okay. What, what, what would you rank it then? Um... I put it like a solid seven. It was actually really funny. It was. It was really but funny. Content-wise, it didn't really have a lot. And Chainsaw Man's a whole different thing to jump into. Uh, yeah. I assume you're caught up with it, too. I so am, yeah. <laughs> definitely talk about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in a spoiler cast. I'd agree with you. It was a seven for the reason it's not a lot of content, but it was just fucking hilarious. Um, I do got some questions involving what happened at the very beginning of the chapter, if you know what I'm referencing. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll dive into that later. Um, all right, so you don't read this one, but Mashal... Uh, I I have caught up on Mashal, and next week and next week I will talk about Mashal because Mashal is a meme right now between me and Josh. Uh, but Mashal for me, this chapter I'd give it like a solid six. It was a good chapter. I enjoyed it. It's still funny. Um, so what about one One Piece? Like I said, I haven't caught up, so this is all you. What would you rank the latest One Piece chapter? 
man, it was really good. I'd probably say like ten. Oh wow, like god tier. We're talking god tier here. Yeah, it was really good. Oh man, I'm excited to hear. I'm excited to hear about that. Then a lot of shit happened. Okay. Okay. Um, last couple chapters to, to fo- uh, polish it up here, because as far as I know, I don't know if there's you know more chapters that like you know more series that Josh and I are both mutually reading. We'll figure that out after the show. But a couple that I'm reading, uh, God of High School, uh, latest chapter. I'd give it a solid. Uh, I'd give it a solid eight. Good shit. Uh, it's reaching the climax of what's going on right now. Just once again, a lot of good action, a lot of stuff going on right now. There was a little bit of a plot twist there at the end of this chapter that has me really pumped up. And the latest chapter of Solo Leveling that came out on Tuesday, uh, that was really good as well. Uh, I'd give that probably about a solid seven. The end of the chapter, man, just gives you some fucking good vibes. Like, oh, dude, shit's about to fucking go down. Like, I'm ready. Uh, but that, that's all the that's all the chapter stuff we'll do right now. Like I said, I don't know off the top of my head if there's other stuff that I'm missing that him and I are reading. Like I'm reading alone or he's reading alone. I don't know. We'll talk about that off off record and get that straightened out for next week. But uh, Josh, that's gonna be the episode. Do you have any closing thoughts? I feel like this was a fucking great ass episode, man. I, I'm a very pleased with this episode. I'm I'm hyped to be back. Yeah, it was really good. It was really nice to be back uh, and not to like just be dropping spoilers the entire time yeah right right we didn't drop spoilers and i still felt like we had a fucking good ass time so i'm about this yeah all right well guys uh, um unless josh has closing thoughts were you about to say something i'm sorry no nah, i i just you know next week we'll we'll probably jump into more uh i have been reading phantoms here but i feel like it's too early to make any kind of judgments on that, that's true it. that that was one that i was forgetting me and you both have started reading phantom seer we'll jump into that next week because uh, keep in mind guys when it comes to this series, we're not going to drop a lot of spoilers for you outside of the spoiler cast, but one of our goals, we, me and him both have a mutual goal, I, at least I think we do for this show, is that we want to be able to try to find the next big hit before it's the next big hit and recommend it to you guys. Uh, so we got, far, we're 0-2. Yeah, so far we're 0-2, but we got a couple good promising ones in Phantom Seer and Kaiju number 8. So we're going to talk about both those next week. Uh, With all that said, I cannot thank you guys enough for checking out this episode. For the ones that listened to the original version of Animan, yo, thank you for enjoying spoilers and sticking around for all of our bullshit. And thank you for coming back because this one's going to be bigger and better than ever. We got new intro music. We got new outro music. We got the spoiler stuff, spoiler cast going on. We're more organized. We got Josh here over the phone. I know how to do phone call stuff now. So big hype for that. I can actually adjust both our levels separately. Big pumped up for that. Uh, But with all that said, guys, thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have an absolutely wonderful day. Until next time.